Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, kid? What's good, Sato? What's up, B? Happy Sunday once again. Likewise, likewise. And how's your weekend? Not bad. You know, uh, Godson's birthday, which was the okay. highlight. Yeah. So we, uh, we threw him a little birthday uh, party at the park. He loved How was it. that? Yeah, he, it was. It was awesome. Just seeing the 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 happiness in that kid is all worth it. That's good. That's dope. I'm glad to hear that. How, how much you eat? <laughs> uh, barely anything. I think I had like a, a hamburger, and that's about it. Well, I, I would have picked out. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I gotta watch what I eat too. You know. That's I got. Right. I, got I got a. I got a blood test coming this Saturday. You're on your weight loss journey. You about to be the next. Uh... This big thing in WWE. Yeah. I hear that. I'm not. I'm just I gotta I gotta I gotta eat better. That's like promise the food I have is too good. Like I can't say no to like delicious food. <laughs> no, I, I I've dropped twenty one. So keep it counting. going. Yeah, ain't counting. So I like I like what I hear. I like what I hear. You just keep that know. going and keep keep striving, my boy. Yeah, man. I'm trying to, you know. Trying to look like uh, one of these wrestlers on TV. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> so let's, get, let's, let's get right into it. I know you have a whole bunch you want to break down. You spoke before, so let's get right into it. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I think like the biggest news, or should I say, the biggest surprise of the week was uh, SmackDown, and uh, I don't know if you want to say the re re debut or or the return of. Carrying Cross, and not only Carrying Cross came with someone Scar- special. Yeah, Scarlett is with him as well. So I think that uh, surprised the whole WWE universe, or you know, whichever wrestling fan uh, watches uh, SmackDown. Um, it definitely surprised me. I, I I was speechless. I was like, wow, you know. Um, for those who don't know, like you know, Carrying Cross, he was called up. Uh, Sometime what what was it like last year or yeah, I, I think it was I think he was last year's debut yeah on the, on the season premiere and you know it, it it didn't go so well you know and obviously it's because Vince was you know uh, in charge and you know he wasn't booked properly and when he was called up obviously he he wasn't paired up with Scarlet you know um and. Under Triple H's leadership, uh, when Triple H was in charge of NXT, uh, Cross and Scarlet were the hottest things in NXT, and he was booked uh, as his top star. So, you know, for this to happen and then to tease a, a match with Roman Reigns, I think that's huge. You know, Karrion Cross went from being forgotten because of his poor uh, booked run last year to returning and is an automatic top guy uh, mm-hmm. in WWE or in the main roster. So, um, you know, I, I thought, you know, that definitely shocked. It was definitely shocking, you know. Um, and, you know, for, for those who didn't watch SmackDown, uh, he came out, uh, attacked Drew McIntyre, 
and then had to stare down with Roman Reigns. Uh, Scarlett did her signature, you know, the hourglass thing where she, you know, uh, turned the hourglass, uh, signifying that, you know, time's running out. Time's running out on Reigns. So that was, I, I thought that was an amazing way to close out the show. So, okay. So does that, to me, when I watched it, that's, that signified that. Drew is not for one. Drew's not going to wait at Clash of the Castle. And if he does get a chance to win, which it will always happen, something's going to happen, that Cross is going to ruin it for McIntyre to get the reins. Um, okay, so it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Um, I think that's that you can say that can be option A. I think option B would be. Listen, Roman Reigns has two titles. Maybe you can, you know, split find a way to split those titles. And I feel so like Cross, that's the best move. Cross is going to be the one that's going to split. Exactly. So okay. Cross could, you know, Cross could target one championship, and um, you know, and McIntyre could target the other. Another way that I thought that you can split those titles is listen. Theory's still Mister Money in the Bank. So instead of having both, you you know, you can have theory and have him uh, take one, you know, and then for the other one, you could do a triple threat match between McIntyre, Cross and Reigns. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I think this is this is big. This is a very big move uh, in regards to Triple H being in charge, because this leads me into the next topic. And, and that's. um. Triple H's eagerness to re-sign those WWE stars that, you know, were released uh, between last year, this year, because a, a big portion of them were NXT. Mm-hmm. And those were his, guys. were his guys. Exactly. Those were his guys. Those were, you know, um, who were putting on great, amazing performances, shows, you know, uh, during Triple H's time uh, in the black and gold era of NXT. So now he's bringing them back. So it's like, all right, you first start with Dakota Kai at SummerSlam. Friday night, you bring back Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Who's next? Now, who's next? So um, if I were to pick three people, let's just cut down the list of three, of of people that Triple H can bring back, Two of them would, in my opinion, would be NXT. One of them would be, uh, he was already on the main roster. But one uh, is Johnny Gargano. That's no secret. Um, Mm -hmm. He was the heart and soul of NXT. And I feel like there's a way you can bring back Johnny Gargano. And here's a way I would pitch it real quick. Ciampa is is right now teaming up with The Miz. Ciampa right now. And you've you've been... um prevalent on the fact that like yo this is this needs to stop right and 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 we've seen champa get some love in the past couple of weeks right or ever since you know triple h took over it's like all right champa's looking like a major player in the uh, on the roster then um you know we've seen others uh get some love and exposure but let's take champa so champa's teaming up with the mix champa has a a uh united states championship match against bobby lashley right right I would say have Bobby Lashley beat Ciampa, have The Miz turn on Ciampa, 
and Johnny Gargano make the save. And and now you're gonna see the 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 boys back in town. The boys exactly DIY. So it's like and this Monday Night Raw, uh, this upcoming Monday Night Raw is in Cleveland, which is Johnny Gargano's hometown. And to add it, we we saw something special. We saw a return on 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 SummerSlam, right? Boom. We saw a return on Friday Night SmackDown. I think we should see a return on Monday Night Raw. So I can see that. My only thing for that point forward is when you bring them back, what's the what's the what's the initial game plan? Because you brought back Dakota Kai, Iro Shirai's back, right? With Bailey returning. All of them back. All of them. One call up, one came back, and one back from injury, right? So when they arrived, you saw their direction immediately. When Edge came back, you saw his direction immediately. Right. Karrion Cross came back. He's teamed up with, with, his, with his partner again, with Scarlett, and they have a direction again. So you bring back Gargano, and if you team with Ciampo, what's their direction? Their direction? Do they go tag it, team, or are they just going to go and clear as day. The... It's, it's clear as day. WWE is lacking, really lacking a tag team division. It's only the Street Profits and and the Usos at this. Which, point. by the way, was a great. I promo. mean, I mean, you have the Viking Raiders, you have the New Day still, but you need fresh new tag teams. You have the Alpha Academy, you need fresh new tag team. I think DIY is one of those tag teams that you can build and they could go straight to the top. Like those people that you just mentioned, you 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 brought back Dakota Kai, right, and you called up Io. You can have them focus on the women's tag team division alongside Bailey, who's going to who's going to push for the main event situation. Right, right. we spoke okay. about that on, on the SummerSlam episode. Right now, you 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 bring back Karrion Cross, right, and he's already in the main event scene. And I feel like it's we've seen Roman Reigns and uh and um and McIntyre. We don't want something repetitive because we mm-hmm. already saw that with Reigns and Lesnar. We want something fresh. We want something new. So, um, you know, it, it, you, if you turn this into a triple threat match, it's like, all right, cool. This is something new because a new player, it, 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 you know, is in uh, the feud. Same thing with, with uh, if you, you know, uh, partner uh, DIY, you know, together. If you reform them, boom, it, it could definitely, you know, DIY versus the Usos, give me that any day of the week. Give me any day of the week, and them the and, profits. You any, any any one of those three, put them together for a match. You, you'll it'd be it's gold, right? And we don't know what the future holds with the profits because we've seen some, some discord, some exactly not only discord, and we've seen some little changes with Montez. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, that team, that team is probably going to split up pretty soon. So not. you, yeah, I, I hope not too. But that's another tag team that you can build around. So I'm just really uh, excited if Triple H. Oh, so I'm sorry. The three wrestlers that that I wanted to mention. Uh, so it would be Gargano. Uh, it would be uh, Dexter Loomis, uh, who had a pretty gr- uh, good run in in uh, NXT Black and Gold, and he said that he's uh, maintained, um, you know, in contact with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And the third guy, who um, wasn't in in NXT Black and Gold era, but I think they missed an opportunity on him and he, because of his creative ideas and abilities. And that's Bray Wyatt. I think I think Bray Wyatt would be the biggest play, not because of 
because of the experience of what he's done in WWE beforehand, but the fact that his character, The Fiend, was such a prolific name. Pro, the profile itself was just so, like, epic. Yeah. Like, we, we, and we spoke it several times on how The Fiend was just like, oh, this character is carrying WWE for a good six, seven months. I think I think what I think what it was the Orton the Infernal match with the Orton was a fantastic match, you know. Yeah. And it's not just like the match; it was like the the effects, the scenery, the 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 visual, the visualization of how the matches went. It drew so many people in. The um, the John Cena quote unquote retirement match, you know, the whole back and forth. It was it was it just it was a movie. It was a cinematic event, which was fucking amazing. So you have like different things that the fiend can do that creates such a crazy appeal that if you put him in the mix, you could put him anywhere on the roster, mid card, tag, main event, um, high, you know, mid um, mid card on the ground. You can go prelim, whatever you want. You open the show. You can do whatever you want. With them open the show, close the show. There's so much dynamic with that, and so much versatility. And the guy knows what he's doing. You know, you know, you know. Some we've spoken of before about character, people who try to create their own characters, and it doesn't work. This the fiend can do that by himself. We go, oh, this works. We can we can do this whenever it's it's perfect. That's probably the it, that's probably the big splash. I think Gargano and Loomis are like key additions. Like that's like these are my guys. I'll bring them back. Bray Wyatt's just like yo. This is the biggest name in the market that we had. We we had him. We let him go. We bring them back. It's a that's a big that's a big splash, especially when as I've said before a thousand times and you agree too. There, until things change between brands between companies, it's still AEW versus WWE. And yeah. Bray Wyatt is a huge addition. Bringing him back is the best part. Really bring him back. Who else, who who does AEW have that can compete from a? Profile from a personality perspective of the fiend, it's tough. I mean, it, it is tough. Um, and, and you know that's why, you know, and I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about this uh, further into the episode. That's why a lot of wrestlers in AEW, um, you know, they're they're keeping their options open, but they're looking at WWE now as 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 an opportunity. You know when Vince is in charge, it was like, all right, you kind of, you kind of handicap, you kind of, you kind of cut the knees, right? Because Vince had a specific mindset, and with, right? With Triple H, it's open. Like, look for example, a perfect example is Mustafa Ali. Like Mustafa Ali was just casually there on the week, you know, week in, week out, and not, and and sometimes not even used. He asked his release. Once Triple H took over, look at the performance he did. Last week against uh, it was uh, AJ Styles and uh, who else was it? It was a triple threat match. Oh my god, I can't remember. Uh, damn, I really can't. <laughs> I really can't remember. That's fine. We'll, we'll carry on. Oh, okay, okay. But I mean, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And the Miz, in the Miz, uh, it took me. Look at the performance that Ali had, and it was like he had, um. A lot of offense, and you know, if if Vince was still involved, like you know, Ali would have been squashing like two seconds, right? But but 
you know, Triple H does have eye for talent and knows what Ali is capable of doing. So I think that's just an example of the shift, the Triple H effect going into, you know, uh, going into play. Um, Next, uh, standing, uh, staying on the, you know, uh, SmackDown trend a little bit. I was confused and I would say I was disappointed. Um, you know, I, I was pushing for Liv Morgan, you know, Liv Morgan was somebody who definitely deserved a run, um, you know, being SmackDown women's champion. And, you know, she, she cut a promo, um, this uh past Friday night SmackDown, um, and the crowd seemed to turn on her. The crowd legit so seemed to turn on her, and here's, there were boos. And... Here's here's where I'll, I'll sit this one. I think that it was a refreshing because I noticed it too. I'm like, why? It was a breath of fresh air, perhaps something different. Uh, for um, for Liv Morgan to win, right and Stay champ. The issue now is you have Bailey, you have Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, you have Charlotte coming back, and now it's like, where else are you going to go with Liv Morgan before she loses the belt? And I think the fans know that she she I think she's she's worth giving the belt. I think she should have got the belt while when she was hot. When she was red hot, she should have the belt. She didn't have it at the time because Becky had it. Um I think the fans don't see her as like she's ready to be like the here's champ answer Liv Morgan. You see Bianca Belair and how she, and how she wrestles, and it's like that that that's my women's champ, and I don't but, think people see Liv Morgan as that caliber yet. But not, or that not time only, already passed. Not only which that, been. I, I just think that you know to further uh, add to your your statement, Bianca wins pretty convincingly. So when Liv Morgan goes up to Ronda Rousey and they have a controversial finish, which I enjoyed, I, I guess some people didn't enjoy that, and then like. It kind of seems like they're trying to make Liv Morgan the ultimate underdog, but she's champion. Right, it's over. The uh, that underdog mentality is now done. Yeah, you, you have, you to have to now like, achieved it. So you have to like tweak something about that, and we'll see how they handle it. Because as we saw on SmackDown, it's going to be Liv Morgan against Shayna Baszler, and we mm-hmm. know Shayna Baszler's uh, history with with Ronda Rousey. So. Is there going to be another controversial finish? Like I, I'm expecting when 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 Liv Morgan fights Shayna, I don't think Liv Morgan is going to beat Shayna convincingly. I think it's going to be like that, one of those. That's the problem. Can Liv pull out quality wins against quality opponents? Exactly. If she does, then I think she'll she'll win over the crowd again. But I, I mean, to be honest with you, I was surprised that the crowd just like turned on her like that quickly. Yeah. Um. They they they, they see it as a breath of fresh air as her being champ. But at the same time, it's like, are you actually main event material? Yeah, that's that's oh. the biggest take to that. I we we think she is. I think she is. I know. I, I speak for myself. I you speak for yourself. I think she is. I think they had to give her those wins, 
And if it means giving quality points bad losses, I don't think Rousey deserves a bad loss. I think Charlotte, when she comes back, for how good Charlotte is, she could take a bad loss because it wouldn't hurt her compared to, like, a Sasha Banks, who needs wins. Um, if they brought back, um, you put Natalia in the mix. She don't need, she doesn't need any wins. She can be involved in, in the competition and call it a day. But she doesn't need to be like, oh, you got, you got, it's a must win. You got, and you, she loses, it doesn't really matter because her legacy is already cemented. Or like anybody else coming to the mix. Like some of these wrestlers now need, Shayna Baszler needs wins. She needs to get a belt. So it's going to be a tough look from that point forward to see how that's going to transpire. So, okay. Okay. um, so we move on to, uh, oh, well, all right, we'll move on to, uh, we'll move on to X Pac. Um, X Pac had some very interesting uh things to say. When he was uh when he recently spoke to TMZ Sports regarding uh Logan Paul. <laughs> so he said he's a natural man, huge future. A lot of people can uh, be great athletes like him, but he has like an uh aptitude uh aptitude uh for this man. His timing is really good. Uh he grasps the psychology of a match. I got nothing but praise for that guy. He could be like WWE champion material at some point. X Pac is showing love. See it. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'm not. I'm not. I, I give a little credit to them because the fact that X Pac does give anybody love. He's not the one to show love a thousand times over. If I had to give Logan, all people, Logan Paul, the people who everybody love, the people, the man who people love to hate. Like, oh, okay. It's, that that's plus on Logan Paul. As an athlete, as an actor, turned boxer, turned wrestler, from an athletic standpoint, it's a great, great aspect. It's a great opportunity to have. So now it's okay. You need to now grow with this and push yourself to the moon. Get pushed to the moon. He could do so. Uh, World champ. I think he's. On, I think he's on the back burner for that case. I think there's a lot. I think the first person that needs to get the belt when he gets back is Cody. Um, but that'll be for Mania, whatever the time may be, or the Rumble. But Logan Paul, if he's around for a couple years, will get a world championship, a heavyweight championship. I can see him when I when the IC belt or US belt. I can see him do that. Do not give him the twenty four seven championship. He's he's past he's past all that. So, um. Yeah, no, that's that's about that's that's about all I got for that. Um and to be honest, I think people give him um they give him too they give Logan Paul too much flack because of his brother. Like I said before, like no one likes him because no one likes his brother. Um and I think now people really go like, oh, Logan Paul is actually like legit. So, I think that um, once he gets the once he gets more reps and more bigger matches, it's a win win. Okay. Uh, we move on to AEW, which 
I was not ready for it. I knew it would happen eventually, but AEW decided to pull the trigger, and that's Adam Cole and Red Dragon turn on the Young Bucks. So listen, <laughs> you called this a month ago. It was a matter of time. It, it was, and I'm all for it. Uh, and then you know, to to make matters even better. Um, Hangman Page came out uh to make the save. Uh, so it looks like we're getting uh an undisputed elite versus the elite. Um, I, I thought it would happen later, but you know what? They they want this to happen now. So I feel like those are I think those two teams are going to be the last two teams in the AEW Trios Championship. Um, so. Uh yeah, I'm all for it. Uh I hopefully this sets up Kenny Omega's return. Hopefully. Uh, I mean he's been out yeah. for a while. So I think it's it's as soon as he's able to go, he'll be able to go. And, and you won't and have I to did, wrestle. Yeah, and I did call it in a previous episode. I said, I have a feeling Adam Cole, Red Dragon, and Switchblade are gonna team up and you know it's gonna be Hangman, the Bucks, and they're gonna need one final guy. And that's going to be Kenny Omega. It's going to be like a four-on-four kind of civil war kind of thing. So I'm all in for that. Um, Also announced um, was uh, AEW and their upcoming video game, which is going to be called AEW Fight Forever. Um, That's a good good one. Yeah, yeah. uh, It's it's received mixed reviews because of the graphics so far. But when you have, you know, uh, THQ and Yuke, uh, developing the game back um, when WWE had them, those are great games. Exactly. So I don't think I don't think there's there's uh listen the, the game they haven't announced a release date and it's still in its early stages. So uh they still have time to you know fix a lot of things. Uh, but it's exciting because we get another wrestling game uh, other than WWE that we can you know competition like, so is good. Awful. It's good for us. Yeah. Um. So uh, a new member, uh, a new, uh, you know, a new, yeah, I guess you could say a new member into uh, AEW's women's division, um, Madison Rain uh, joined AEW. Um, for those who don't know Madison Rain, just look up her history in Impact Wrestling, which has been a, a great one. Uh, she's had great matches, great career uh, in Impact, and you know when you know when she first signed up. Everybody thought it was going to be, you know, as a coach for AEW's women's division. But right off the bat, she picks up a a, a victory over Layla Gray and now is a number one contender for uh, Jake Cargill's uh, TBS championship. So here's my question. Uh, one, love it. Two, if she wins one match as a contender, how deep is the women's pool for Jake Cargill to compete? To have championship matches because that's where I had my dispute in the first place. Because it's like as great as good. I love Jay. I think Jay is awesome. How much more? How many more left do you have on the roster to compete before you have to go? All right, I have to go elsewhere. I have to go and recycle matches, recycle opponents, um, to be able to compete. With top tier, I mean, I think she's had good matches. Now the the opponents aren't all that, you know, for the most part. Some are really good. Some were some were the better parts of the women's division. Others weren't so much. Um, but she's 
on I'm saying she's dominating. So now it's like if Rain gets one match, now she's a contender. So who else is waiting behind her, behind Madison, to be able to go to compete for the championship? Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that. I'm a hundred percent with you. Like, I have no problem with her being a contender because I'm all for new opponents for the champ. But it's like, why does she get one match and then she's contender? Like, that, how deep is the roster? So that's that's where I like AEW's booking comes into question. And and usually I don't question AEW's booking, but when it comes to the women's division, that's where I kind of like it's a, right. it's, it's a little it's a little slack. Yeah, a little like yeah, come on, do a little bit better. Yeah. Do, uh, respect the women's look, respect the division a little bit more. The women deserve and, a lot more love than what you and, do. Right, and you know to keep up uh, with this conversation uh, regarding the women's division. Unfortunately, it will have to continue for a bit without Jamie Hader as she suffered a broken nose at AEW's Battle of the Belts three. So uh, it's an unfortunate situation. She had a great match against Thunder Rosa, and. Um, you know, I don't know what the extent of the broken nose is. Uh, if she's gonna, you know, miss how many weeks or how many months, if that's still up in the air. But, um, you know, I have high hopes for Jamie Hader. Uh, I think she will be a major, major piece for the women's division going forward. I think, um, you know, she's overlooked. Uh, and you know, hopefully, you know, she's somebody that they can build around. I, I personally think if you want to build Jamie Hader, have her join uh the the Blackpool Combat Club. I think she'll be a perfect uh female addition for that group. So hopefully, you know, hopefully that happens. Um, I, I think yeah. Impact needs to get more involved with getting it now. Not saying just go straight AW, but get involved with more of these women because women's division it Impact is solid. Not great, not bad. It's a nice, steady, yeah, steady so full of talent. A, so AEW should be reaching out to Impact to to borrow a couple wrestlers, or or ready have Jay go to Impact and wrestle them. I mean, you can, but they already did that. They already did that with Kenny Omega, and to be honest with you, it kind of left a little sour taste for me because it's like. I think AEW took full advantage of Impact in that partnership mm-hmm. because I, I I felt like AEW was getting more exposure. Mind you, Kenny Omega was making appearances in Impact, which, you know, okay, I guess helped them a little bit in the ratings, but didn't really truly help them in the long run, right. you know? So, um, but, you know, going back to uh, the bookings, you know, AEW's booking, you're not the only person that well, you know, I that feels uh uncomfortable with with uh AEW's bookings. It seems to me you have a a uh a similar position in mm-hmm. thinking with Miro. Uh so, as- Miro needs a little bit more love too. I mean Miro's had a great one, so I think his run in AEW has been en- enjoyable. I think it could be a little bit better, but He's another one that you're wrong. Like he's he's physically a great look for the company. I think I'll capitalize on it. I think exactly. And I feel like in the beginning when he first started off up until his injury, it's been great. I think perfectly booked. Um coming back, it's like it's been a giant question mark. Um 
you know, and, and he feels the same way because as he tweeted August 6th, you know, he tweeted, uh, who's this guy that is fighting for the title? And in reference to when John Moxley, this past uh episode of AEW, uh Rampage, um was defending against uh Mance Warner, who is an independent wrestler who who, you know, wrestles uh, for Change of Wrestling and, and Major League Wrestling. So um even myself, I was like, yo, who's this guy? Even though Warner did his thing in the match and it and it was a pretty enjoyable match. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, who's this guy? You know, why is he getting a shot at at the at the most prestigious the title use, in the even company? losing fashion? You could have used those guys to mox to moxie win against why you putting this guy not even on your roster involved. Yeah, and, and you know what? Maybe it's him, you know, trying to say, yo, AEW, like step it up, book me better, or maybe it's a way out. I listen, like I said, a lot of wrestlers are changing their opinions on WWE. Would you take Miro? Would you take Miro back in WWE? I mean, I would because he's a very, very talented wrestler. But here's the thing. Earlier this year, Miro signed a four-year contract with AEW. So you're stuck there, everybody. You're stuck there till 2026. You took the money and you won the stadium. But, now but, you got to live with the results. But, no, no, but, but you can't blame him at the time because obviously Vince was in charge of, of WWE. Oh, and, yes. yes. And, and not only that, you know, one of the major reasons why – um. Miro re-signed with AEW is because he said uh, there was more freedom in AEW in WWE, which is absolutely right. Now that there's a position in uh, a change in power in WWE, it's like, all right, you know, maybe that company suits me better. Maybe I'll get booked better. So a lot of heads, a lot of talent in AEW are turning heads. And for the longest, I would say for the past two or three years, it was the other way around. It was a lot of WWE wrestlers were looking at AEW as the land of opportunity, a land where I can showcase my skills. That's not the case anymore. That's not the case anymore. And, you know, uh, that's where uh, Tony Khan's pettiness comes in. Uh, No disrespect to to Tony Khan, because I think what he's been doing with AEW has been great. But, you know, He's had these petty moments where he's like, oh, uh, for example, uh, Cole and Malachi Black aren't going anywhere because they're signed to five-year deals. Right. So it's like, all right. So he, it, it, he was, I think he said that to like, uh, in reference to like, yo, let's just, you know, shut that shit down with all this WWE talk, you know, it's all about AEW, you know? So, um, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, um. I, I'm I'm very very invested in in what happens because I feel like competition is good. Competition makes each other better, and the winners are going to be us fans. Oh, we said at the beginning the fact. Well, when the Forbidden Door was open, it was great, but you're seeing more and more wrestling on a weekly basis on TV that you're able to watch. So that gives that that's that's the win for us. WWE is is forcing the wrestlers to do better, to do more, to do what they're supposed to. AEW doing the same thing. New Japan, um, Impact, you know, all these wrestlers are getting involved and doing as much as they can. 
it makes it makes a whole lot of sense. So you just have to um keep at it because like you said, the wins are us. Yeah. We as fans will will enjoy the um the fruits of their loin. Fruits of the labor, fruits of their loin, how you want to word it. I don't know, I hate that how that phrase goes, but their blessed sweat and tears will make us more enjoyable, which puts more money in their pockets, will make them happier. It makes us happy. It's a win-win. They just, yeah. they just had to go out and do it. I mean, listen, I know there there are people who are 100% loyal to AEW. There's there's people who are 100% loyal to WWE. And I completely get that. Uh, you know, but if you're a true wrestling fan, for me, it's like, I just want to see a great show. You're watching I, everything. You know, I, I'm I'm investing my time, and you can say my money at times because you know, it, 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 well, in AEW's aspect, you have to like you know buy a, <laughs> you know buy the pay per view, um. So you're inv- investing time and money into into wrestling, and you know, I, I just enjoy it. You know, I, when I was a kid, we 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 had this situation with with, with WWF and and WCW. WCW, and, and, and you know what was crazy? I kept flipping the channels, and we had the illegal cable boxes. But you have Shout to like, out to them black boxes, word, baby. You have to like <laughs> switch the channels and 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 whatnot. Um, but now it's like everybody's like, oh, uh, you know, pick a side, you know, and and whatnot. I'm just like, yo, I, I just enjoy it for what it is, you know. Right. Um, Appreciate what's good. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, Tony Khan, all I'm going to say is Tony Khan has been calling out and he usually, you know, criticizes WWE or pokes, you know, pokes the, you know, pokes Pokes fun at WWE. Yeah. In WWE. I think with Triple H in charge, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different game. It's a different game. And I hope he's prepared. And, and and I'm not like throwing shots at AEW or I'm not defending WWE. I I just think that, you know, you were real confident, Chris Jericho. You were real confident, you know, about AEW and they were winning, demo, and and rightfully so, you they, know, they, because they had a good year where they're like, yo, they are killing WWE, right? And now, now it's step like, down. Now it's like the true, like I think it's like all right, game on. Yeah, you you took round one. It's round two. It's, 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 I got this now, so it's it's gonna be great. It's yeah, gonna be great to see. Absolutely. Give it, give it three months. You said give it a couple. Of, I'll 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 double down what you said, but give it a couple of months. Give it three months. By the time the rumble hits, Triple H will have this company in a different atmosphere, different space. I'm 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 gonna give it a little longer. He just took over. I'm going to give it. Till the day after WrestleMania. Okay. Just to see how he plans all those storylines, all those matches, who's champion, who's not, who returns and whatnot. I'm going to give him till that because I think we're going to see something very exciting. I think we're going to see a total shift in WWE and some that, that uh, people will appreciate. And I and I think people are starting to appreciate it because look, just real quick going to the SmackDown, we have Nakamura versus Walter. Like he's pushing his NXT guys. He Walter's he, a beast. Uh, uh, Ricochet versus Corbin. Ricochet picking up the victory over Corbin. 
Ali. I know you were happy about match. that. I know. I know yeah, you were no, so no, excited. I'm, I'm definitely finally get love. Yeah. I'm not, I, Anybody from that NXT who gets love, I, I'm all for it. You know? Right. Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling big time. Um over yeah, no. is it over 14 and a half runs yet? What's the score? Absolutely. It's like eight nine, bro. Eight. <laughs> yeah. But love um, it. but yeah, so so those are you're starting to see that, right? So, you know, uh, uh, to just sum it up, Ali's getting love, Ciampa's getting love, Ricochet's getting love, Nakamura's getting love, um, Walter is getting love. Obviously, I mean, it goes both ways because Vince also loved him. Um, Karen Cross is getting love. Uh, Io Shirai getting love. Um, Dakota Kai getting love. And now I feel like this is, I think this is, watch out. For Kevin Owens, you think Kevin, you think it's time for him to come back around? I think I think Kevin Owens is is going through some some health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be wrong, but I think so. I think they're gonna do something for Kevin Owens. I feel like it's Kevin Owens' time to take over. Uh, whatever they got plans for Kevin Owens, I'm all here. I'm all for it. But I'm just saying, Kevin Owens is a name to watch out within the next year because. Um, we're gonna hear a lot from him, and we're gonna see a lot from him. I'm for so. that. I, I think he's due for a big push when he gets back. I mean, we've been waiting for that push for a while, so maybe mm-hmm. now this is maybe this is the reason why Kevin Owens signed to this three year yeah. deal. Yeah. Well, maybe I mean, now it's gonna work out the way he wanted to work out now because what he wants and what he's gonna get is actually gonna happen now. Yeah, I mean, his listen, guy. I, I mentioned Kevin Owens. His show. I, you, you could put Sami Zayn into that conversation too. Yeah, I don't know. It's getting pretty interesting. I, I love it. I love it. My my only thing with Triple H being in charge, right, is how NXT 2.0 is going to play out. That's my only question. Will he go back to that black and gold brand? I would keep or, it how it is now because it's a different era. So Rock with it just makes some adjustments to make it be as continued. You could change, you could change gimmick, you could change brands, but or change eras, but keep the same quality. Yeah. You know, I think Braun Breaker needs to stay down there for a little while longer. I um, absolutely agree. He, he, if if Vince was in charge, I think he would have been called out by this year, yeah, early next very, year. Yeah, I think he needs to be there for a while. But as long as we don't get scrubs like Lars Sullivan. Who gets who get pushed to the moon for no reason? Um, they're just like Tyler Breeze is okay. There's no reason why he should have got brought up. He was good down there. Um, certain wrestlers that Vince pulled, called up, I just didn't do anything with. You're just wasting space on the roster. Not no, to say they're not bad wrestlers. No, no, I, I think yeah, I think they he called up the right wrestlers. It's just bad booking. Yeah, if you're gonna call if you're gonna call someone up. Do it in the right way. When you brought when you brought up Bianca Belair, it was perfect. When you brought up Kevin Owens, it was perfect. Sami Zayn could have been a little bit better, but it was the right time to bring him up, and it was a good booking all the way through. Nakamura when he first came up, beautiful bring up. If and you implemented great talent at that at at the time, and now you're capitalizing on those talents. So if you pull people up, make sure you have something ready for them. You know, you bring in Champa, who's ready to go, and you book with the Miz. 
It's not the, the best the, that's option he could have. And I feel like Triple H is going to do everything in his power to like undo that move. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind this now because now you you you've peaked with this Champa Miss thing, but now it's become cool. So now you've peaked. What's the move now? What's your direction? Same thing with the whole um um. The Street Profits. I think they've peaked when it comes like a town perspective. And now it's where do you put them? Where do you go here? Where do you go there? So if you're going to break them up, then break them up. Don't drag it out. Don't push it any longer. I don't want to break up, but if, you, if you're going to do that, make sure you have something for Dawkins and make sure you have something for, from, from, for Ford. And, you know, uh, before, so, you know, real quick, continue on this. And before we move on to our very last topic, which is happy news. Um, That'd be happy news. There, there's rumors that they're, they're doing the WWE draft. But, <sighs> but, right. I, I, yes, I agree with that. But it's under Triple H's new regime. I don't care. Right. But. If that happens, if that does happen, who from NXT will you call out? I don't know. I I would I, I would I, I would want to see nobody called up because I want to see this go a little while longer. However, um okay. Manny right, Rose drops the belt and Manny Rose goes up. Okay, I like it. That's probably the only one I would take. Wait, wait, wait the whole group? Toxic uh, attraction? Where do they stand in the division, in the in the women's division? Well... You can put Manny Rose in the main event scene, which is fine. Give her, uh-huh. give her some run there. Whoever you want to go against is fine. But what do you do with everybody else? Who we talk to attraction? Yeah, what's the direction? Well, well, that's easy. You 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 build all three. Mandy Rose goes uh for the main title, and um Gigi and um JC they focus on the tag titles. Is there a clear direction for them to go, or are they going to sit there and meddle around like it was for the longest? Like for, no, no, for... no, it's it's fine if you want to build up the tag team division, which Bailey is trying to do because you know there's also rumors that you know she she pulled like a whole like meeting. Uh, or you know, um, that she assembled the whole meeting in order to try to get the tag team titles, um, you know, right? Relevant, uh, not relevant, but you know. So that that's 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 my whole thing. If you bring them up, have plans for them. Don't pull them up for nothing. So that if if they can do that. I have no issues with that. I'll bring up Mandy okay. Rose. I'll bring up the whole Tazza Trashing comes up. And that's okay. about it. Um, if I were to uh if I were to bring one person up, uh it would be uh the street champion, uh Solo Sikoa, the other Uso. See, I thought about that too, is like, but now so do if you bring him up, does Roman Reign need to lose now? Does he have oh, no, he's just another weapon for Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's that's my whole thing and, now. And and maybe it's an early call up because I think Solo has a lot to accomplish in in NXT. You know he, he hasn't been champion, um, 
but I feel like it just makes perfect sense just to add another member to the bloodline. Yeah. You know, I, it, see it, it, well, it, I thought it, about that too. I was like, he hasn't done anything yet. Give him yeah, time. I mean, if, if you want to be, you know, if you want to be more dominant, right? Have Solo Sokoa as a, you know, as an IC champion or a US champ, you know? Yeah. I'm for that. Okay. I, I agree that one as well. Um, so then to close out the episode, some very, very good news. Um, Cassie Lee, well, formerly known as Peyton Royce from the Iconics uh, mm-hmm. in WWE, and uh, Sean Spears from AEW announced that they are expecting a baby. Hey, yeah, congrats! Yeah, they uh, um, they posted a, a clip, I, I want to say it was like on Instagram, um. And you know, with the caption said, I can't wait to meet you. Several emojis. Um, but it's Boy a good time. Uh, we don't know yet. We uh, don't know hopefully, yet. either or there'll be it'll be a better wrestler than Spears or Royce. <laughs> I mean, listen, that baby is gonna have wrestling in their DNA, so um, obviously, congratulations uh, to the lovely couple. Um, as you know, they're gonna focus, I mean. I'm pretty sure Spears are, is going to wrestle, but we haven't seen much of Spears as late, but, you know, they're going to shift their attention from wrestling to parenthood. So, um, we go. I, hope, yeah, I wish them nothing but the best. Both. I think, I think yeah. they're going to be fantastic parents. I just, I just thought it was weird when, you know, when, um, uh, Cassie Lee and, and, uh, you know, Jessica McKay, you, the Iconics, when they announced they stepped away from wrestling, I just thought it was like a very, very weird move. And a few um, months later, now you see it. They see what's going on. Yeah. So now we see uh, why. So, um, you know, very, very happy moment uh, for them. So, for them. I'm very yeah. happy. But I hope I wish nothing but the best. Absolutely. So, that's all you got for today's uh, news and updates and reports. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I, like that I sun had is to... hitting you crazy. You're just glowing. Yo, I know, right? This is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, I would have glorious. Oh my god, please don't get me started on that because if he returns with that theme song, I glorious. I'm gonna listen to that whole track as I'm going to work. Yo, it says it. Yo, <laughs> I'm mad they trying to make it was a knockover Ric Flair. But it was so good. Like, <laughs> say he just sun kissed. He just sitting just so lovely. And I two, I had two, I had two TV in the monitor looking right at me, and you just got the sun, just natural light coming in. Yo, and I closed the shades, and but there's like a little like part of the shade that's still. Yeah, it's, just, it's, so, it's not really bothering me, but so elegant. So I'm, I'm like, I'm squinting, trying to like watch you. I can't see your mouth moving now. You just like the glow is real. We're... <laughs> That's it for us in today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate everybody tuning in. The best to score, by the way. Um, they set Lindor from home from first to third, and he scored from first to third on a base hit down the line. That's crazy. Let's go, Mets. <laughs> uh, you can check us out on all the social media platforms on Instagram at sfw.podcast. That's new. Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. You can check us out on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. Get all your updates, all your rumors, news reports, all your interactions. You know, holla at Soda, holla at me. We're here for you. 
You can check us out on Facebook at the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast page. Go on Facebook, type that bad boy in. You'll see us, like us, check us out. I'm there, I'm there sharing and reposting anything I see on wrestling. Some funny stuff. Fun fact. Did you know that a couple of years, you know, after how many years back? I think it was 05. What was Michaels Hogan SummerSlam? What year was that? I threw, I threw that clip on, but they're like, why is Hogan so mad? He's like, because people don't realize that Hogan and Michaels didn't like each other. And it's like, oh, put us up in the match. You said what years? What year? Hogan and Michaels. Was it like 05, 06? I want to say it's like 05. 05? They were like, 05, 05. everybody's asking like, oh, what happened to, what, why, why, is, why is Hogan so pissed off mad? Because Michaels won, won one of three matches. Hogan's like, I'm gonna do this once. I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to wrestle Shawn Michaels. I don't like Michaels. So Michaels was overselling everything, and it was such a dope match. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, listen, the you master think, of like, overselling was HBK without a doubt. Yeah, it was like he, but Hogan was so pissed. I'm not that good. And you see him just like even the kicks to the on the turnbuckle. The it was, it was so funny. But you can check on Facebook. I'm I share everything. You know, I got I I just shared it. Um, a post on uh Triple H and how JR was Jim Ross was so so vindictive. Triple H, you you you, you bastard, you goddamn bastard, how you do it, you vile human being. And just Jim Ross is going ham on uh on Triple H for Triple H's antics over the years. It's just it's so priceless seeing stuff. But check us out there. You can check us out on all our streaming platforms. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google, we're on Anchor, we're on stream um Pocket Cash, Radio Public, we're all over the place. Everywhere but Westwood One. One day, we're going to go to California and get ourselves on the airways there. And it'll be grade one. Legendary. One day. One day, we'll get to the mountaintop. Um, We're home on Anchor. That's where we do all our bases. So shout out to Zoom. That's where we get us on. Shout out to StreamYard. Any of our big big premiere episodes, that's a must-see. We're on stream. Well, you can catch us on Twitch, on Kevin Soto's Twitch at EggmasterGeneral17. Um, any updates, you want to see any videos of our past episodes, you can check us out there. We're also on YouTube at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast YouTube page. We'll be posting episodes here and there. Check us out. Different clips we want to find out. We're there as well. You know, we're trying to get ourselves, we're getting our hands in everything. So, Check us out, show us love. It's easy. Like, subscribe, follow, however case may be. It takes two seconds. It doesn't hurt to do so. You know, share that, share the post, whatever it is, saying, oh, you got that wrestling? Go check out this page. Help us out. And we'll help you guys out with quality content. Uh, uh, probably the next time we'll the next time we'll probably do like another live stream. Um it would probably be well, all right, for AEW. That would be September 4th, which is All Out, mm-hmm. which is probably my favorite pay-per-view of AEW. Um, and then for WWE, uh, what is it? Is it Clash of the Castle. Is it? I was going to say Clash of the Champions. Uh, Clash of the Castle? Yeah, that's also in September. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't think, Oh, my on. God. I don't think both of them, uh, AEW or WWE, has any... Um, Events in in uh, August. Yeah, I think it's kind of dead right now. Yeah, look and see. We probably have some impromptu stuff coming in. What the case may be, NXT might have something. 
I don't know yet. Gotta see what Liberty Weekend's looking like. You um, know what we should do? I got this. So we have we have Clash of Champions September third. We have All Out September fourth. Oh, we'll, we're going back to back. No, we'll do this. We'll put up a poll to see what fans want to see. Ah, okay. In terms of live reaction, in terms of live reaction, which one they would prefer, and then we'll do we'll do that. We could do that. I mean, I'll come out of the way. I'll come down the third. I'll come down. We could we could do it over here on the third, then do the fourth, and I'll come down Sunday night. Yeah, look at some good old, uh, good old, good old wholesome stuff like that. We can do that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, you can check us on all these. Shout out to, shout out to Anchor. We appreciate you guys. You guys want to start your own podcast? It's free. It's so easy. You know, I saw when we first started a couple years back, and trying to get this going. Um, so I was like, how are we going to do this? We're going to do it. Like, no, we don't pay for nothing. Go on Anchor.fm, sign up. It's free. Check them out. We we started we started all that, and now we're you know we're doing our thing. Shout out to Zoom. Shout out to Streamyard. Shout out to Anchor. You know we appreciate you guys. You know get us a little discount, help us out a little bit, a little bit. Give us like half off for the day, or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Give us something. Yeah. <laughs> well, until then, Soto, I'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Of course. Catch you soon. Thank you.